I have this song stuck in my head. I forget who sings it. Who sings this song? What's the name of the song? I think it's... Un- oh, it's Sam Smith, Unholy. Oh, that song? That... Yep. At the bunny shop, there's something unholy. Yeah, I, I don't know where that came from, but it's just, it's in my head. It is in my head and it won't let go. Well, and that's why songs become hits sometimes. And yeah. back to the countdown. <laughs> All right, are we ready to kick this I'm thing off? I'm ready to roll, man. Fantastic. This moment of just absolute gibberish is brought to you by nobody. Why? Because we don't have sponsors yet, and we need sponsors. (sighs) I want some money. Welcome back to the watch list with Patty and Bill. (laughs) My bird squeaks. (laughs) Hang on one second. Fucking hell. Back to the watch list with Patty and Bill. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts. Catch up on all of our back episodes by logging on to thewatchlistpod.com. Engage with us on the socials. We like actually being engaged. At symbol pirate Alice, at symbol Bill Ivory Larson, at symbol the watchlist pod. And if you just happen to listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five star review. We would appreciate that. Wait, Absolutely. did I say subscribe to us? Absolutely subscribe to us. You and better. make somebody else subscribe to us as well. Yeah. Grab their phone, yeah. go into their uh, their um, podcast app, and hit the subscribe button for us. Yeah. Yes. We and add us to their list Just, of things they listen to a day. <laughs> we have a money back guarantee. The we amount sure of do. money it takes for you to listen to our podcast, we will give you right back and, if you don't like us. Absolutely. Yeah, that's totally how we work. Either that or we'll give you a Mario token. What was that? What was that? The ding? Oh, that's my phone and not a notification on my phone. That's the sound it makes. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I actually... So, hi, Patty. Hello. How are you? You know what? Any better, I'd be guilty. Hmm. This this past week, I saw John Wick 4. Oh, I still need to do that. And I, and I honestly almost called you up to say can you edit this in can we be you know like on the vanguard like opening weekend and i was like no because then i'll need something to review for (laughs) next week that's true yes it is and and we will be different by being late yes no i'm just (laughs) we will boost the box office for week two yeah we yeah we'll totally i'm sure keanu reeves listens to this he does he absolutely does because because if any cool bro listens to this show, it's got to be Keanu Reeves. So what's up, Keanu? Hey, bud. Um, love you, man. Keep being real. We love you for it. Yeah, um, totes. T- totally. And he's <laughs> such a good dude. You know, he is like a, such a nice guy. He's he's just everything. And he rides public transportation. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I guess that gets to me because you and I have both ridden public transportation Indeed, in I our have. lives. Indeed, I have. Which is why I drive my car right now. I, well, there it. is no public transportation where I'm at, so. Well, that's true. The suburbs suck for public transportation. Yeah, yes, here also. Ah. And you know what's funny, too? And I'm sorry, all of my people from New Jersey will kind of understand this. What's up, South Jersey? 
that a lot of the public transportation buses around here look very much like Greyhound buses. That would throw me off completely. It does throw me off, man. I And it's weird. Mm. Like, wait, are you guys getting on a Greyhound bus? No, that's just the 405 to wherever the fuck you're going. So, any hoosie. I saw a reel on Instagram showing, like, explaining the buses in Seoul, South Korea. They are color-coded. Like, a green bus will go, it's a... Like maybe an express route that goes further. The yellow bus takes a circle or whatever. A, a pink bus or blue bus. Like it, it, it shows you. It's like to help you know how long the ride is and where you're gonna go and stuff. As uh, instead mm-hmm. of just the route, which I thought, huh? I never would have guessed the buses were color coded. I would have just thought they're rainbow color buses to make the city prettier or something. You know, not just the same old boring buses. And mm. I think feel like that would be helpful too, in a way. Like, like the Chicago sixty six bus would be blue to show that it's you know goes straight down one street and doesn't turn or whatever. The sixty six. It runs like bus. owl service it, late into the night overnight. That was the bus I rode constantly but, all the time. But what's the route again? It just what's goes the... straight west on Chicago Avenue all the way to Austin. That's right, it does. Yeah. I was okay because I was like, wait, I know the '66 bus. I know that, that bus was my, my life, bank. and because yeah. it was owl service, I knew that if I could get to either Chicago Avenue or Western Avenue, I could get home because those two buses were owl service, like in the, in the middle of the night. And I took that owl service sometimes in the morning when I opened at Starbucks. And I had my favorite yeah. bus driver who was so friendly, so I brought him some of my free coffee that I get from Starbucks every week. Oh, that's <laughs> He always very had cool. his, his thermos of coffee, and he was very friendly talking to everybody who boarded the bus because, you know, it's like, I don't know, 3 or 4 a.m. or some shit, and, and he's working. It was great. Anyway, we're off topic. Well, it, 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 we are, we're so <laughs> off topic. But anyway, so you've got four things you said. Indeed, I do. Why don't you start? I've got two. Okay. And, uh, all right, yeah, kick us off. So I found this brand new series on Apple Plus called The Big Door Prize. Hmm. It stars Chris O'Dowd, who is the Irish actor that was in the IT crowd, and he's been in a few other things. He is, like, his comic timing is amazing. He is so flippin' funny. Uh, this is going to have 10 episodes total. Right now, three are available on Apple+. Plus. According to Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 92% audience score, so other people like it as well. Wow. So this show is kind of Twilight zone in that it asks, if you could learn your life's potential, would you do that? So, like, if you could go into a machine that magically appeared in the grocery store in your small town out of nowhere... And sit down inside because it's like one of those that you go into kind of a thing. Kind of like a photo booth, but not. And put in your little coin and give it whatever information it asks for. And then it pops out this little card, like a fortune card kind of that you get on some machines that has your life potential on it, which for some people it's one word, for some people it's a couple words. Would you do so? So some people, like one person got the word royalty on their card another one it said hero 
and it turns the small town upside down with everybody changing jobs and shit. But what if your card told you that exactly what you've been doing your entire life in this small town dead end, in this dead end small town, that is your entire potential? How would you react? So, yeah, all this different stuff with people with brand new ideas, like you're going to be a weather person. You never thought to be a meteorologist ever in your life. Like you didn't even know what the word meant. Yeah, that's what's going on in this show, The Big Door Prize. Where did this magical machine come from? It just appeared out of nowhere. Even the guy working the store that night didn't see anybody coming in dropping off this machine. Yeah, The Big Door Prize. It's on Apple+. Plus. It's... Really good so far, the three episodes I've watched. I wanted more. I'm like, where are the rest? Where are the rest? It's dropping weekly. So the next one will drop on April the 5th. So first of all, shout out to Terry and shout out to Suzanne. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Uh, they both recommended to us, you need to be watching Yellow Jackets. I can't believe you're not watching Yellow Jackets. I, Yellow Jackets is the show. I don't have showtime. <sighs> Out of all the things, well, I don't have Showtime. Dwight uh, well, subscribed for a little bit to watch the Murderer Guy show, whose name I've completely forgotten. Dexter? Thank you. Yes, Dexter. Yes. And then when that was done, he, he canceled it. Oh, shit. That's probably why I could watch Yellow Jackets. <laughs> Maybe I didn't. Maybe I fucking stopped, like, I haven't stopped the subscription yet from watching Dexter. Maybe. Maybe that's what you did. <laughs> <laughs> stupid streaming channels. Oh my god, so many. Anyhow, so based based on their recommendation, we watched the first two episodes of Yellow Jackets. Mm. And it, and it's a show that flip-flops between uh the past, like 1996, 1997 to 2021, Ooh. which is when the show debuted. And what what had happened was <laughs> a a group of a cheer squad group was on its way to a thing when all of a sudden their plane crashes. They had been chartered a private plane and that private plane goes down and it flip flops between then and now when you see these characters grown up and in their lives and you know that something is afoot because they're all trying to keep this secret. Mm. Well, the secret isn't all that much of a secret. They become fucking cannibals. Oh, my. And I think Yellow Jackets has been around enough now that I can give away a spoiler, right? I, yeah. It's, it's, it's not a big deal. It's in episode two, so you're, you know, I'm not giving you the big secret. Episode two of season so, one? Episode two of season okay. one. Okay. Right, right, right. Yeah, not this new season that just dropped. Well, one of the girls who turns out to be Christina Ricci mm. is the brainiac, but she is also in the past, not necessarily one of the cheer squad proper, but she's like their water boy, you okay. know, like she's always hanging around, but she's also nerd enough to know how to treat medical issues. Like she went through, they, she makes it a point to say, I went through the CPR and medical training twice. You know, so she's actually the one who triages people when they crash and all that stuff. She's badass. And then people want to follow her because she basically saved everybody else's life when 
other girls were willing to let other girls burn on the plane because they couldn't get a seatbelt off. Oh, although that one girl eventually did get her seatbelt well, off. Well, that's good. It is a disturbing fucking show. And by the way, Suzanne and Terry, you could have let us know that that Melanie Linsky's character fucking kills, slices open guts and and skins a rabbit on camera. Ooh, you could have let us know that. That's wow. Okay. That's some brutal shit. Yeah. But in other words, this is a cross between Bring It On and Lord of the Flies. Wow. I've seen some promos for it, and it looked like it had a decent cast, and I was like, ooh, where can I watch this? And then, oh, it's on Showtime. I don't want to pay yeah. for any more any more services. It's very good. And, and, and so here is my duality with it. It's very good. Mm-hmm. It's acted very well. It creates its its story very well. You know, they hop back and forth in a very non-confusing way. You know what's going on and when and blah, blah, blah. It's just fucking disturbing, man. We bowed out of it because it was just disturbing. And that's not to say it's not worthy of, you know, some awards or whatever the fuck. But... Damn. So Yellow Jackets is is one of those shows where if you want dark and also darkly funny, because there are bits that are darkly funny, um, then this is a show for you. But it is also disturbing in the things that happen on camera. Mm. And again, it leads me to my, I would never fucking survive high school these days. I never would. I, I You know, it's just a brutal landscape where only the strong survive. Yeah. So Yellow Jackets on Showtime, you can get it through Paramount Plus if you pay extra. Mm-hmm. Um, I fucked up and still was paying for <laughs> Showtime extra because of Dexter uh, New Blood. But um, yeah, I, I don't even know how to explain <laughs> I think it. But the bird it's just, got it for you. Woo! It was a... <laughs> It could be the Dwight and Bird yeah, show for the yeah. podcast for reviews. It was good. What did you think of this? Woo! <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so I, I just won't be going back to it, Only not because it's not good. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's just very disturbing subject matter. Gotcha. And right now, I just, I want lighter than that, man. I, I just do. Anyway, anyway, so that's Yellow Jackets. All right. My next one is on... Uh, uh, Paramount Plus. It's also a new show that just dropped, starring Kiefer Sutherland, and it's called Rabbit Hole. Oh yeah! yeah. Right now, three episodes are available. Uh, there's going to be eight total. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a ninety-five percent audience score, so people seem to like this one. Um, Kiefer Sutherland plays John Weir. He's a corporate spy. And he's really good at deception and ruining lives. In his last mission, this mysterious cabal turns the tables on him and gives him a taste of his own medicine. They frame him for murder. And now it's this giant conspiracy where he's got to find out who's behind this and try to clear his name and shit. And one thing that just got me was... um, So... They do a flashback, and they show that it's 1981. 
And they have Keithur Sutherland as this very, very young boy. Like, prior, like, really young. Like, maybe seven. And I'm like, in 1981, there is no fucking way Kiefer Sutherland was seven years old. I was going on 11 in 81. He is older than me mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't buy it. I just, I was like, yeah, right. And, like, it, they're trying to make him, <laughs> make him much. They're trying younger. to make him not almost fucking sixty, <laughs> right? And I'm like, okay, yeah. my whole, I was like, completely pulled out of the immersion of the series. Like, no, he was not that young in 1981. Just stop your bullshit. He would have been like 13 yeah. or 14 in 1981. Don't fuck with me, whoever created this show. Yeah, man, we're Gen Xers and we're old. Right? Yeah, yeah there's, Kiefer yeah. Sutherland is older than me and he always will be. So that was the one thing that I, the one nit to pick was that. Otherwise, it was really quite the thriller. Um, it's pretty good so far. I like those kind of conspiracy things where some group is trying to fuck with one person and ruin everything and you can't trust nobody. Like everybody's in on it. It's creepy. It's crazy. Yeah. It's called Rabbit okay. Hole, and it's on Paramount Plus. Sweet. A new episode will drop uh, on April the 9th. Okay. The next and last thing that I have is the brand new John Wick movie, John Wick uh, Chapter 4. I, st- I need to go see that. And I will tell you what, it is the best fucking John Wick movie to date. Ooh. And I say that... I'll tell you why I say that in a minute. Okay. Now, if you have followed the... Have you followed the John Wick movies? Of course. I love them. Baba okay. Yaga, killing people with pencils. Yes. And and books. And, and, and everything, yeah. So did you see part three? I've seen them all, yes. Okay, you've seen them all. So you know that there is now a price on his head by the high table. Mm-hmm. And this movie has hit the price on his head increasing oh, shit. because Bill Skarsgård mm-hmm. who played Pennywise in the in the new versions of it um is given all the powers of the high table to bring down John Wick. Oh fuck. And so it is a race against time for John Wick to take his fight against the high table as he tries to find those people and take them out. Mm. And I'll tell you what, Donnie Yen in this movie is fucking great. Um, this movie is um is, is amazing. Mm-hmm. It is two hours and forty nine minutes long, but you do not feel it. Oh wow! And the okay. shame of it is, you know, and rest in peace, Lance Reddick. He played uh, a character named Sharon, and he was the concierge at the hotel run by Ian McShane's Winston in this movie. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. You need to see this if you have followed the storyline of John Wick. You need to see it. And there was a report a while ago that four, you know, parts four and five were going to be filmed back to back. That did not happen. Without giving anything away, Chad Stahelski, the director and writer, and Keanu Reeves were like, part four could be it. So I'm not saying anything else, but this movie, it, 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 it true. And my previous favorite John Wick movie was John Wick Chapter Two. 
I cannot wait for this movie to fucking be streaming where I can own it. Because mm. it's it's great. And it, you need to see it. There's some shit that goes down in this movie that you need to see. The end credit sequence, though, there is an end credit sequence. Oh, okay. That's, that's no shocker. That's also not a spoiler. Is like, oh, okay. It makes sense if you've seen this movie, but you kind of go, that's it? Ah. Okay. Okay. But anyway, John Wick Chapter 4, definitely worth seeing in a movie theater. I'd pay to see that again. And can't wait for it to come to streaming. All All right. My next one is on Apple Plus, and it is the movie Tetris, which is oh. the history of how Tetris um, got to American audiences back in the late 80s. Uh, and for those who don't know, Tetris was created by a Russian uh, guy. It was something he made in his spare time for fun. He was a programmer. And uh, somebody, somehow this guy uh, got like learned about it and he tried to get the rights to it and sell them off. And Russia at the time was still a communist country. It was the eighties and they sold to that one guy, uh, the computer game rights. And that was it. Those are the only rights they were willing to sell. And, uh, our guy, Hank Rogers, he's a Dutch-American entrepreneur. He went to some uh, show in Vegas trying to sell off his game. Uh, It was a computer version of the game Go, which is an Asian kind of chess with uh, little white and black stones on a board. Don't ask me how it works because I have no idea. It's harder than chess is what I've heard. The uh, Korean name for the game is called Baduk, and that's about all I can tell you. And nobody gave a shit about the game Go. But he, there were people like kind of swarmed around this one guy and even um, Hank's, like they always have a sexy girl at these convention shows. She was not at his booth. She's over there playing that guy's game and he goes to find out what is this and he learns about Tetris and he plays a little bit of Tetris and he's like, this game is going to go far. It's going to be amazing. I want to get the rights. Can I buy the console rights and the arcade game rights? And the dude's like, yeah, sure. And so he gets a contract for these and he he gets a loan against his house to go and sell this game. And he approaches Nintendo and shows them and they're like, fuck, yeah, we'll take it. And that was right before the Game Boy was being introduced. So he got to sign an NDA to see the Game Boy before it was mass marketed. And he's like, you know, instead of Mario being on this. You'll get everyone buying one if you throw Tetris on there. And he fiddles with the code a little bit, and they see that Tetris works on their Game Boy, and hell yeah, we should package Tetris with the Game Boy. But then he finds out that the guy who's selling the rights doesn't actually have all the rights. And now his deal with Nintendo is going to fall through because he doesn't really have the rights to give to Nintendo for console games and then he finds out he doesn't even have the rights for the video like the machine and the arcade version and now he's got to take trips to russia and it's a 
he goes there not on a, a work visa, but on a tourist visa, and he's going into government buildings without an invitation, and the KGB's following him everywhere, and there's this crooked uh, British company guy who's claiming to be best friends with Gorbachev, and he's paying off people, and it's like this international espionage thing for creating an international incident, and holy cow, the shit that went down just for us to be able to play Tetris is crazy talk and fucking wow. hell. I like it when you, when I first heard this there's a Tetris movie, I'm picturing like some kind of computerized blocks falling on people and destroying cities, but then I find out it's the history of how we got Tetris and it is way better. Way better. I bet it it looks interesting, and I used to be huge into. Oh my Tetris. god, that was like my game. Huge into Tetris, and they tried to make a movie where video games invaded the real right. world. It was called Pixels, and it, it sucked. sucked. Yeah, <laughs> you know, sorry, Adam Sandler, for every you know hustle that you make. Uh, you also make sometimes pixels, and it was crap. <laughs> yeah. uh, this one anyway. stars Taron Edgerton as Hank Rogers and uh, Toby Edward Hesselwood Jones as Robert Stein, who was the scammer guy trying to sell rights he didn't have. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's cool. I do want to watch That's it. really good. It's on Apple+. Plus. Uh, give it a watch. It's 118 minutes long. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. So what else you got? I'm I'm done. I'm out. The last thing I have is on Paramount Plus. I was all over Apple Plus and Paramount Plus this week. It's a new series called School Spirits. So this girl wakes up in her school and finds out she's dead, but she can't remember anything. Mm-hmm. As you do. As you do. It's uh, she's played by Peyton List from Cobra Kai, the blonde girl from Cobra Kai, if you've seen that. And so she's now wandering around the school with other ghosts who have died in the school for various reasons from like back in the 60s through today. Well, she's the most recent, obviously. And uh, she's got to try and solve her murder, find out who murdered her and Nobody can see her until one day one of her best friends is in the classroom and suddenly he can see and hear her. So they're working together and he's looking like a crazy man because he's talking to himself. (laughs) And this is a really damn good show. I was told there's six episodes available so far and I'm like sucking them up. And the uh, Rotten Tomatoes folks, the audience score... Gives it a 93%. So they all seem to like it too. There's going to be eight episodes total right now. As I said, there's only six. I, because of the way Paramount Plus lists the episode, I thought there were only six episodes. And the sixth episode ends like on this serious, like, wait, you haven't told me what's going on yet kind of a thing. And I was kind of mad until I looked it up and like, oh, good. There's, there's more. I get at least two more to find out what the fuck. 
So, so far it's really damn good. I'm really enjoying it. It's called School Spirits. Yes, it's a teenager type thing, but because they're, some of these folks died at different eras, like there's the 80s football player and I want to do like the 90s kind of nerd guy. You get a little bit of, of pop culture from other eras and stuff that are, that's kind of cool nice. to see. They have their own little like counseling group in the gym where like a school counselor's trying to help them through their death <laughs> to try and help them cross over. It's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, yeah, no, I ain't got time for this. I got to solve my fucking but is murder. It... And as teenagers are, they're all wrapped up in themselves and they're kind of selfish about right. themselves and don't really think of others. But yeah. is it is it a, a dramedy? Yeah, I would call it dramedy because... You know, there's some heavy stuff about, you know, well, she's been murdered and there's a lot of conspiracy shit going on and people doing bad things. Well, cool. Yeah. All right. So that's your last thing, right? That's my last thing. I have to say, we received a request. <gasps> Somebody actually what? fucking reached out to us and thank you very much for that. Thank you. And what did they want us to watch? Gangsters of something. Gangs of New York, Gangsters ah, of... Well, let, me, let me look shit. this up. I here forget. Here we go. We're just not yeah, used to go. people... We weren't prepared. We, <laughs> we're not used yeah. to people actually saying um, Godfather of Harlem. Oh, jeez. I was close, but not really. So <laughs> here's what we're going to do. I, I'm making it a point to watch at least a couple of episodes of Godfather of Harlem for the next show. That's my plan, too. It's on Amazon Prime, the first couple of seasons. The most recent season is on some other streaming service that I'd never heard of. I'm like, oh, shit, I got to buy another service. But no, the first two seasons, I think it was, are available on Prime for Prime members. And thank you, Juana, for uh, the suggestion. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for doing what nobody else has done before you. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, Joe Rogan, we're coming for you, motherfucker. <laughs> God, I, hate I hate you. <laughs> but we got we basically got one caller and and that's yeah. awesome. We're on our way, man. We're we're gonna get it. <laughs> In twenty ninety. But yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Podcast from the grave and oh, shit. What did you watch? Yeah. Dirt. Yeah. Anyway, so Godfather of Harlem is going to be next. And today, as we record this, it is Saturday. Um, so today I am going to see the Dungeons and Dragons movie. I want, oh man. Yeah, Dwight's gone to movies without me, and I'm kind of pissed off. I'm like, dude, you've never even played D&D. &D. What the hell? Well, and more than that, <laughs> he, he goes to the movies and falls asleep. And sleeps! What the fuck? Oh, Dwight. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's going to make money hand over fist with his, his review podcast. A this was so good, I fell asleep. It was, it was good. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah. Popcorn was good. Uh, that yeah. was it. Yep. It was very calm. I could sleep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, kids out there. Well, thank you. I love you, Dwight. Uh, I, hey, man, I love you too, Dwight. You're, you're the shit. 
And and what was the name of the person who requested Godfather of Harlem again? It's uh, Wana. Thank you very much for that request. We will honor that, and we will certainly watch it for you. Um, if you want to make a request to us, hit us up on the socials at the pot at the Watchlist Pod, at Pirate Alice, at Bill Ivory Larson, or go on to our website, thewatchlistpod.com, and click on the Contact Us button. Also, pretty pleased with Sugar on Top, hit the subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts. And we appreciate each and every one of you, no matter where you listen. So thank you very much. And if you listen on Apple, give us that five-star review. We would appreciate it. Yes, we would. That's our show this week. Yeah. Yeah. See, look at that. We're into the tighter shows now. Look at that. We're trying. I'm trying. (laughs) There is still something I could mention, though, as a, a, call it a post-credit sequence to what we began with. Okay. Keanu Reeves is, is awesome. And I, and I cannot imagine someone of Keanu... And, and he is obviously recognizable. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are celebrities out there that you would do a double take and go, nah, that can't possibly be. Or, you know, celebrities who look so different from their on-screen thing, like if they shave or did something, you might not ever recognize them. Keanu Reeves is very recognizable. Mm-hmm. But I give him all the credit in the world for doing something that I refuse to do now. I have put in my fucking time on public transportation. And that is not shade toward anybody who, who uses public transportation or who needs tr- public transportation. Or who works for any or, public Right, or who works for public transit and, and, and or the city entities that actually utilize it. That is not shade at all. I am just done because I am done sometimes with the with the weird people and smells on public transportation. That's true. Having to go to work and be at a job at, at fucking four o'clock in the morning and the smell that hits you on the train at 3 a.m. is urine. Mm. I was like, fuck. Or, or urine mixed with alcohol, oh. like beer. The urine beer combination especially after like a sporting game Uh, but but at least after a sporting game there are other people riding the car with you i'm talking not necessarily there's that's always the car when the train pulls up that has nobody in it, or maybe three or four and you're like oh this one's empty and you're like you don't stop to think in in that moment there's a reason There's that a car reason is empty why. while all the others are crowded. Yeah. Yeah. And once you get on it, you're like, oh, damn. And at 3 o'clock in the morning when I had to catch my train to be at work at 4 a.m., it was a two-car train. Oh, shit. So I would always try to ride the train with the conductor. Mm-hmm. And, and yes, it, it gave me a, a slight feeling of safety. You know, especially if I fell asleep, I felt like at least some I could hear somebody's voice live and not on the speaker saying, okay, your stop's coming up. Mm-hmm. State and Lake. <sighs> but damn, man. And then, But then there was also this one morning where a guy runs onto the train and he's, and he's run on like, like, come on, close the door. Let's get out of here. And he's holding his hand and it's cut open and it's bleeding. No, fuck. And the conductor's like, oh, man, you are not bringing this shit. You need to get some help, bro. 
you know, and mm. made a call to emergency services. So now the train stopped for a while. The, now the train has stopped for a while. Mm-hmm. Just it it adventures on late night or early morning trains is not fun. Or even afternoon buses. Like there was a guy running up Michigan Avenue. He hops on our bus, and the cops are running after him, and they get on the bus behind him as he runs from the front door to the back door and out. And we're like, what the fuck just happened here? Oh, my God. Wow. And then the the mostly drunk kid whose pants are so far down, like, and I'm sitting in those seats that face the aisle, and he's standing directly in front of me because the bus is crowded. And I look over and I get an eyeful of his junk and like the pants are falling down. I'm like, wow, wow. And the lady next to me is like, pull up your drawers. And he's like, my what? Because he's clearly never heard anybody call his pants in your drawers. And I'm like, I don't need to see that, man. I don't want to see that. Pull up your pants for fuck's sake. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is the adventures on public transit well and you had the 66 (laughs) bus yeah if i was late downtown and i needed to get somewhere near my house i had to take the four cottage wait was it the four cottage grove yeah it was the three it was either the three or the four that ran all night and it Mm. got me close to my hood and then oh, I still wow. had to Close, walk like, yeah. and then I still had to walk like a mile. Oh, but shit. back when, yeah, the, no, but, I just had, uh, I had like a couple blocks, which is the usual walk, no matter oh, what time of day. Oh my god! So I do adore my car. I really do. It is my personal space. It's my zen, mm-hmm. and I have put in my time on public transportation, and it exhausts me even just to think about. But to anybody riding public transportation, no shade toward you at all. Toward you at all. Be careful. We yeah. relay these stories as pretty much a be careful. Just be mindful and and watch yourself and, and just when you can enjoy your ride and, and all of that. Not that any of this might see the light of day because Patty may cut it yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> Patty may cut well, it out. Well, with me freezing up repeatedly during my story. Yeah, yeah it might not. All right. Well anyway, have a great have a great week, everybody, and we will talk to you next time. Okay, okay bye. bye.